Hey, it's me, Sam. This is my podcast. Thanks for listening. This is take two on this episode because for some reason, Castbox, the recorder, my phone, the universe, whatever it was, decided to uh, totally freeze up on me. So, <laughs> thankfully, I was only about six minutes in. Oh, that's a good thing. But um, anyway, hey, happy Monday. I'm feeling the Monday vibes. Man, rough. I got some kind of sore throat action going on. It's so annoying. I was up. It woke me up. Like, that's how much it hurt overnight. Woke me up. My throat sore. Snot, sneezing, coughing. Just just a little summer cold to, uh, just to brighten my Monday. Today's my birthday, 36 years old. I don't particularly care about getting older. I'm sure I know it sounds morbid. I said this yesterday at my birthday party because people were like, how old are you? Oh, you're 29 again? I was like, I don't care about getting older. The way I see it, it's one more year closer to heaven. (laughs) I know that sounds, I'm sure it kind of sounds like I'm uh, looking forward to dying, but I'm not in that respect I mean I am looking forward to heaven I guess that's what it is um and so I don't really care about getting older the only thing that for me I'm going to talk about this a little bit more later but when a birthday comes around I get really frustrated because I feel like man did another year just go by of me doing the same stupid shit that I did the past 34 years before that are you serious so I'm going to talk about that some more and maybe try to implement some uh some strategies to make some changes in this upcoming year I got to do something I mean it's just it's just I'm on repeat I'm on a repeat of poor choices and of just not living uh living my best life so to speak so um Anyway, I've been out of commission here with podcasting for about a week and a half now, and I'm sorry for that. I did not uh, take into consideration the amount of time that my kids act after like evening activities was going to take up, and it pretty well consumes my evenings, which also, like, they've got a week. I mean, this is seven days until they're back to school, and so I've been super lax on uh, bedtimes and so it's been really late nights and just you know enjoying the last days of summer but that just means when it comes to scheduling and 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 doing anything with this podcast it's been kind of on the back burner because I've been uh been spending time with the kids and the stuff and stuff in the evenings when when school starts I'm a Nazi about bedtimes and they know that so (laughs) we try to enjoy these late nights and and spending time together while we can but um it's gonna be a big adjustment I mean my son here we didn't even get up last year we'd had to leave the house by about 8 40 8 45 at the latest so we usually didn't get up until about 7 30 7 45 to get ready to go he has to get on the bus at like 6 wait a minute no, like six, yeah, it's six forty-five, seven. He has to get on the bus like a half hour earlier than we even were getting up last year, and he just has this summer. <clears throat> I'm just choking, constantly just choking on congestion. It's disgusting. Sorry, <laughs> but he has uh, just over the summer finally kind of gotten into the swing of being able to sleep in, and so he usually, I mean even through the summer like he would just be a hop out of bed by seven not think twice about it but he's been sleeping in a little bit later so it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out I mean he'll have school all day thankfully his sports and stuff they practice right after school so he's like pretty well done with activities by like 4 30 4 45 so I'm hoping he'll be uh you know it won't be as bad I, I initially thought I was just kind of picturing last year where he had football practice every day from 6 to 8. 
and so he didn't get off the bus until like 4.15. We shoved some food in our faces, and then he practiced till 8, and then if he had homework, it was even later, and then I'm thinking, then he's got to turn around and get up by 6.30 in the morning, and, get, and so that's kind of how I pictured it at first, but berm, hit the berm. Uh, that's not going to be the case. That's a good thing. He'll He'll hopefully have plenty of time to, to rest and eat a good dinner and then get to bed at a decent time but it's a weird it's a weird age because it's like he doesn't want to have a bedtime he doesn't want to go to bed at eight but he also I know he's going to be exhausted because it's such an early morning so we're just going to have to play it as it goes folks because I don't really know what to do with that um so yeah so getting geared up for school haven't done any school supply shopping haven't done any school clothes shopping because you know how I like to do it I like to wait till the last minute <laughs> not that I like to I just don't have any time to do it any other way um, we did go on Friday and uh, my daughter she had kind of a her birthday's at the end of the month so she had kind of a checklist of things that she wanted to do for her birthday and one of them was get her hair cut in an actual salon so to speak her hair is just wavy enough that I can get away with cutting it and if it's not perfect you can't tell so <laughs> I've pretty well been cutting her hair for the past couple of years but she wanted to get it cut in an actual salon and then I'm watching the lady cut it and I'm like that's exactly what I do why am I paying for this <laughs> but it was fair she only charged me 10 bucks so I wasn't too mad about it um and then I got my hair cut for the first time in almost two years so that was something I got about four inches cut off my hair is super long I call it the four kids hairstyle I don't have time to get it cut or even think about wearing it in any kind of style so it's just long it's just ridiculously long I um I curl it maybe once a month use a lot of dry shampoo mostly wear it up in a bun so uh yeah um got my hair cut and then I did take them and Charlie I had gotten him I really try to do this because if you think about it I mean kids buy cleats and they buy sports equipment and then they wear it for a couple of weeks and then they don't like then then usually by the next year it doesn't fit them so I usually do try and I've been really good at being able to find cleats and shin guards and stuff like that at garage sales and I actually did find him a pretty nice pair of Under Armour football cleats at a yard sale didn't look like they've been worn at all to be honest um but they they were I don't know what the deal was they were the right size but he said his toes were smashing in the end of them I don't know and I'm terrified like I, I'm trying not to say this to him but uh I'm terrified of him getting demolished <laughs> this year playing football because I don't know if I've talked about this but he skipped a grade and uh, up until this year, even though he was a grade ahead in school, he still played down a grade for football because that was just like the rules of the uh, peewee league, what they call it, and um, that you had to play in your age group. But this year, he's going to be in seventh grade and... Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, you have to play in the school league because he's in. that's the grade he's in. So he's a solid year younger. And he doesn't look too much smaller than most of the kids. But there's definitely some kids that are, you know, gigantic compared to him. Obviously, like, a lot of kids, and or some of the kids at least in his grade, are going to be going through puberty. And so... <laughs> He's not, and so they're starting to shoot up, starting to get bigger, starting to get wider, and he's not any of those things. So I'm like, he's padded. He's got so many pads. I bought him a padded shirt. I'm buying him more pads for his legs, his his helmet. He, I bought him the most padded mouthpiece I could find. So if he, he needed new cleats to, like, protect his ankles and feet, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm buying every pad that I could find to, to wrap him up so that he doesn't get, I don't even know 
it's going to be interesting. He's supposedly running the ball this year, so I don't know what's going to happen if he gets tackled by one of these giant kids. It's It might be bad. I'm, I'm nervous for him. So I haven't said that to him. I'm trying to keep him pumped up, <laughs> trying to keep him positive, but yeah, it's, it's a little bit terrifying. Clara needed a new soccer ball. My six-year-old, she's playing soccer. She needed a new ball for their little practices. He needed, uh, <laughs> this is the, I guess he was supposed to have one last year, probably all the time, but I don't know anything about this stuff. This is the thing. We don't have a dad in our house, so there is no, I don't have any knowledge or know anything about sports, really. So, I didn't know if he needed a cup last year. Apparently he did. I didn't, nobody tells me anything. So, he needed a cup this year. That was the other thing we had to buy. It was so funny. I hate I hate Dick Sporting Goods so much. Oh, I hate them. They hold the market on all sporting supplies. And they know it. And their stuff is outrageously priced. And it's... They can do it. They can. Because there's nowhere else to go. Uh, and so, a little piece of plastic to hold his family jewels together was like $25. Are you kidding me? It makes me so mad. But, uh, yeah, he had to have it. He had to have a cup. had to have the mouthpiece. What else we buy? I don't know. $170 later. I guess he's ready to play, play football. <laughs> oh my God. And then he tells me, oh, yeah, we also have to have our own pants. And I was like, son of a gun, you got to be kidding me. Because those pants are like, I don't know, $60 a pair. And he's got to have a white one and a black one. Let me get a drink. But thank God Almighty. I told him, I said, I'm not buying anything until we go home and see if the ones that you had last year still fit. And praise the Lord, they do. Amen. Because I was not trying to spend any more money on crap for football. I don't even know if I have to play a fee, pay a fee yet. That may be coming down the road too. I haven't, I haven't even paid anything yet for him to actually be on the team and I don't know how that works with it being a school team so that might be more money out got to get school supplies got to get some school clothes I don't think he's going to fit in any of his jeans I, I, I'm avoiding that conversation too because uh, that's going to just be you know more money 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 that's all I do anymore is just hand out money and buy and pay for stuff it's crazy mm-hmm. I, I saw, just to give you an idea, I saw a post on Facebook yesterday. This is a two-parent family. I know she's a nurse, and I think her husband is, uh, and I think he works outside. So, like a steel worker, construction, something along. So, good jobs. They both have good jobs. They have three children, and she was asking, and I'm not dogging her. I know this. I know I went to school with her. This is just the reality. This I'm just trying to give you all an idea of how crazy it is having kids and how expensive it is. If you're young and you're considering it, just, just know that they're like little baby money pits. They just take all your money. She was posting on Facebook asking um, if anybody had any ideas on something she could do to pick up a second job. Because the cost of everything for sports and school and and activities and everything was just draining them. And I'm like, I feel ya. I feel ya. It's just crazy. Everything costs so much money. They they require so much. So it's hard. It's hard to, you know, you want your kids to be active. You want to... Um, you know, you want to have them participate in things, but man, the, the money that it goes along with it is just a lot. So I'm just, I don't really know what's going on in my bank account half the time. I tell people it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz in there. Like <laughs> it's, uh, somehow I pay my bills and, um, I buy the stuff that my kids need and, and, uh, I just, I, I don't even really look at it too much. I just hope that it, my, my, my card doesn't reject when I go to pay for something. I'm really super responsible when it comes to budget, obviously. Uh, so that was that. Got all that stuff together on Friday. And then um, Saturday, you know, th- this is what it comes down to. Just, I, I get to the weekend and I've, and I've, I start having a real buildup of anxiety because 
I have so many things that I want to accomplish, but I also have four kids, and so in in reality, realistically, uh, accomplishing any of those things is pretty well impossible. So, I mean, just if you can picture it this way, imagine like you get to the weekend and you have a to-do list and you feel super motivated and like you want to really accomplish some things in your house and outside and things. And then, uh, and then just a little tiny baby human comes and just snatches that to-do list out of your hands and shreds it right in front of your face and like real real mean like just throws all the pieces right in your face (laughs) just throws the pieces of your to-do list in your face real real nasty that's what happens to me every single weekend (laughs) I uh I have a to-do list I want to do all of these things but it's just not, it's not, it's not too feasible right. with, uh, with all these babies. Anyway, had you on a little pause there while well, I did a little bit of work, working on my birthday because I'm about that money. Not really. I just, I took off, uh, Monday of last week, I went and uh, worked my my other job, and oh my gosh, these people, those people have me just running ragged with training. Did more training with them, and then um, I only worked Tuesday and Wednesday last week. I'm sure, my full time job. <laughs> I only worked Tuesday and Wednesday, so I because uh, we went to the zoo on Thursday. And then Friday went and, uh, you know, did everything that got all the stuff for the kids, haircuts, all that stuff. So I'm working five days this week to hopefully make up for that missed time. And I will. I mean, the thing is, I kind of decided, like, I'm not going to pay for daycare unless I have a full day. And that's kind of what came about last week is, like, I didn't have a full day of work (coughs) for Thursday or Friday, so I didn't really think twice about missing those days because uh, I didn't even have any patients to see. But I do this week. I've already got quite a few um, scheduled for the week, so it's gonna be it's gonna be full full this week of work. Um, But yeah, what I was saying was like. I just constantly look around and see things that I need to do and that I want to do. And then I I can't, I can't really do any of them. So it just kind of makes me, makes me a a tad bit anxious trying to follow this map and it's jumping all over the place. Um, I will say one thing is that I never, ever mention anything on this podcast with intentions of like, being passive aggressive and hoping that somebody steps in and helps I don't I promise like I never that's never my intentions but um my uh as a result of kind of mentioning things a couple people that that have listened have contacted me um my brother and my mom for example have have helped me out and like hired a a landscaping company that have been helping me out with keeping the grass mowed and that's been a huge help like honestly I couldn't have done it I would have had to eventually end up paying for somebody because I can't even I can't even find any time to sleep these days let alone think about keeping my grass mowed so that's been a huge help um and then it was really awesome last week uh, a friend of mine that I went to grew up with in church and her husband that I also grew up with are a little bit younger than me. He's actually a really good friend of my brother's. Um, but they contacted me and just, he's kind of a, I don't know, kind of a man's man, jack of all trades kind of deal and, and was offered to help with really anything that I needed help with kind of thing in the house. And so here, like, this is what I just want to say is like, you get, you get down and you think like, there's no good people or nobody's willing to do anything to help or nobody's willing to step in and 
and help out with things and and then like these type of people come along and it just really restores your your confidence and knowing that there are really good people that are really genuinely willing to help and to be involved um and just serving and, and doing whatever they can do but on a friday night like insisted on paying for pizza and brought pizza out for the kids to have for dinner and then like brought their kids to play with play with mine and then he got up on my roof and I have I have a four full four full stories of my house so the roof is really super high and I'm able to clean out the gutters on like the lower levels but on the the top levels of the roof I hadn't been able to get up there and do that because it does take at least two people and it's you have to have somebody holding your ladder and blah 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 so he came out and did that and it was really super helpful gutters are important people listen you got to keep your gutters cleaned out because if you don't it'll mess up your roof and I was already starting to see that like some of the areas where the gutters weren't cleaned out it was uh it was the roof below it was starting to be kind of a mess so <laughs> yeah boring <laughs> homeowner life that's what it comes down to you gotta keep your gutters cleaned out sucks but you do yeah so on a friday night that's what we were doing cleaning out gutters i really appreciate the help though it was it was an exciting time um yeah so saturday i don't think we really did anything what did we do oh yeah yeah saturday kids stayed with my parents and I ran out and got uh did a little bit of birthday shopping for my daughter and got some uh got some totes this is what it is it's like I have this to-do list but uh I just kind of have to check things off when I can so one of the things on my to-do list is that obviously with these babies they're just steadily going through clothes like crazy and I don't necessarily want to get rid of any of their clothes because I do plan on fostering for the long haul so I want to keep their stuff and then you know obviously my older two are also growing out of clothes every season for the most part so I want but I also want to keep their clothes because I don't see any reason in having to buy even though it'll be a, quite a few years I mean it doesn't make any sense to me to get rid of stuff when I can have it for the younger two. So, I bought some totes. I was like one step close. I'm one step closer to organizing all these clothes that need to be organized. I got some totes. I got the paint for my uh, my cousin has been my cousin's wa- cousin's wife. My cousin's husband has been coming out and painting uh my foyer and stairwell that was another deal that's like you just don't think about how much work it is to paint a paint a room that had like residual wallpaper and needed some areas patched and cracks in the walls and just you know three days later you're maybe finally have the walls prepped to be able to paint so um anyway so here we are i am i i want to be i think what i'm going to do here's what i'm going to do because it is pretty difficult at this point for me to think about doing uh any scheduling for guests i think that i'm just going to do some uh solo recording which i know everyone's been like oh samantha we love the guests but please let us hear your mouth run i know i know just kidding nobody said that uh i think i'm just gonna do some solo recording and then you know keep some of my regular guests jill will be back with her husband hopefully this month but uh yeah it's just kind of crazy because obviously as i'm transitioning to back to school all of the people that i know are also doing the same thing so to to uh do a late night recording like I had been is maybe something that's not going to be feasible outside of the summer months but that's okay that's okay we'll get to it or we'll do some Skype call-ins and and we'll go from there so in the way I'm not going anywhere I'm not giving up I read something the other day that said that um you know that podcasting was going to be around for a while 
and that it was going to continue to grow and that what's happened, and I think I mentioned this before, is that um, a lot of celebrities have started podcasts, but what it was saying was that once the hype kind of dies down, obviously the celebrities are going to, you know, go with them. They're not going to stick around and continue to have a podcast if there's no following or there's no money in it. So what she was saying, what this article said was the ones that are going to, um, last are going to be the ones that kind of power through that slump. And I plan on powering through. I don't plan on going anywhere. This is a good thing for me. It's something, um, like kind of like a hobby for me when I don't have any real hobbies. So I'm going to stick with it. It may not be as frequent as I would like it to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can't get rid of me that easy. I know you were thinking like, oh gosh, she's gone finally. No, 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 no. I'm still here. I'm still standing strong. I don't know why I'm singing. I'm so tired. I'm, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Last night, you know, I got my sister-in-law and my nieces in town. And so they stayed with me last night. Which I'm, was awesome. I'm glad because my sitter also... Not only do I love spending time with him, I'm glad they're there. But in addition to that, my sitter for my older two kids texted me late yesterday afternoon to let me know that she's sick and won't be able to come today. Thanks for that notice. So it worked out pretty well because my sister-in-law is in town. So she was able... And she wanted to. She'd already... Like I was actually getting ready to text the sitter as we were kind of solidifying plans to say, you're not going to need to come tomorrow. And then she texted me and said, I'm sick. I can't come tomorrow. So it, it was, it just worked out. It just worked out. But, uh, so they're running around today, but last night, you know, when you've got extra people in your house, it just makes for a crazy night. My daughter ended up in my bed. She went off on me in the middle of the night. Cause she thought I was, <laughs> she literally like jumped on top of me and was like, Kenley, stop breathing so loud. And I was, that's my niece's name. She thought she was still in bed with Ken, with her, with her, with her cousin. And I was like, if you don't get off of me and get over there and sleep, I am not breathing loud. I might be, I think I might snore. I don't know. But, uh, she has gotten into this new thing to where she's decided that she cannot handle any noise at night or she's not able to sleep. I kind of empathize with her because I'm a little bit of the same way. This is why I struggled. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. That's probably my brother calling me to wish me a happy birthday. I'm going to call him back, but uh, right now I'm doing this. So, uh, I kind of empathize with her. This is why I struggled to uh, sleep in the same bed with my husband because he snored. And, of course, he took it personal. Like, I was some personal attack when I would get up and go to a different bed. But I'm like, I just need to sleep. Like, I can't go without sleep. I just have to have sleep to function. And I can't sleep in the bed with you when you snore. Sorry. I, I don't know what to say. But, um, so I kind of empathize with her because I'm, I'm a little bit of the same way. But, anyway, moving on. I have some information I want to pass on today. Hold on. Let me shuffle these papers super loud in the background so it's extra annoying. <laughs> Hold on a second. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Uh-oh. Music. No music. Okay. I, uh, I've talked about this before, and I came across this information and wanted to just pass it on to those that listen, just so that you can, um be discussed as much as I was. I'm always interested in where money is and, and where, how people are making money. Like whenever I watch those, uh, HDTV shows, which is not very often, we don't have cable, but every once in a while I'll be at my parents and they'll have them on or have it on or something. And they're like, our budget is $800,000. I'm like, what do you do? What is your job? Okay. Just to give you an idea. That would mean on a 30-year mortgage that their house payment was around eight to nine thousand dollars a month. Like what is your job 
what do you do that you can afford an eight to nine thousand dollars? So anyway, people are making a lot of money. There's lots of money to be made. And so I'm always really interested in that. And one of the things that I've been fascinated with, and I've talked about this before, is about how people are making a ton of money on YouTube. And if you have kids, I saw this the other day, like all these kids, when they ask what they want to be when they grow up, they all want to be YouTube influencers and YouTubers. I'm trying to get my kids to be YouTubers. I'm trying to get my kids to make some money on YouTube because I think it's a minefield. It's a gold mine. Not minefield. That sounds like a bomb blowing off. Gold mine. Um, but anyway, so I came across a couple of videos and I started, like, I had an idea in my mind that these people are making money, but I started kind of doing some research. Look, I did research and I wrote stuff down for this episode, so you're welcome. Uh, how accurate are these facts? I don't know. I got them off Google, so they're probably completely accurate, right? Uh, okay, so I've talked about this ASMR. I found this one particular channel. This actually popped up in one of my recommended videos. I don't know why or where this stuff come from comes from. But uh, it was a video of from this channel called Most Satisfying. Now, this channel, they don't even record their own stuff. All that they do is pull together clips of other people's channels, put it in a compilation video, and call it Most Satisfying whatever video. And make money. <laughs> It's amazing. It's amazing. So this particular one was most satisfying soap cutting ASMR compilation. And what it was was like basically a bar of soap that they had scored and then were cutting it. And so it made little little cubes as they were cut. That was it. That's all. So this was the compilation of a bunch of other videos of that being done. 4.1 million views. 4.1 million people who have watched this video. So I did some research and what I found was that most YouTubers are making approximately $2,000 per million views. So let's do the math. That's about $8,000 for that particular video. The video itself was 10 minutes long. So a 10 minute video, $8,000. What I didn't know and I don't feel bad for them, but I didn't know that YouTube takes a pretty significant cut of any profits. So YouTube's cut, from what I found, the article that I read was around 45%. So if you subtract that, you're, you're still they're still coming out with about $4,300 for a 10-minute compilation video. So again, they didn't actually do any recording themselves. <laughs> they just pulled clips and, and, and fused them together, whatever they do, pasted them together, put it on and called it a compilation and made $4,300 off of it. It blows my mind. That's more than most people make in a month. And they made it in a 10 minute video. I, I can't. Another one. So there's this uh, YouTuber, if you're on there at all, Liza, who used to be the uh, top grossing YouTube personality ever like on there at all and I don't know if she still is now maybe but she was dating a guy who was another big YouTube per personality and they broke up and so they made a breakup video this video is six minutes long six minutes it has 39 million views does this blow anybody else's mind that 39 million people in the world care enough about these two people to watch a six-minute video where they talk about how they broke up? 39 million people. So from this six-minute breakup video, I, I'm not even going to walk you all through it, but you heard what I said before about 2,000 per million minus 45% to YouTube. Even at the end of that, all of that... $42,900 was their, you know, approximate takeaway for six minutes of video, which if you're wondering, calculates down to almost $7,000 a minute. Are you kidding me? This is what I'm talking about. I'm grooming my kids to start YouTube channels. I can't wait till they're ready because are you kidding me? $7,000 a minute? 
for a, a video where they talked about how they broke up. And that's really all they said. It was just goofy. We broke up. We're best friends. We broke up. That was it. Six minute video. $42,000. No big deal. Uh, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. There's so much money. So much money to be had. But, uh, yeah, that's just your, uh, when I told my sister-in-law about that, she was like, I hate people. I hate, I hate people. I'm like, I know, me too. I just, it just makes me so mad and it makes me just, I'm jealous. I'm just jealous that I didn't come up with it first. And these kids, and this is the other thing. These people aren't like, uh, raising a family and paying their bills. No, these kids are, they're kids. They're like in their early 20s. And they're pulling that kind of money. It's outrageous. It is insanity. So, I don't know. I'm sure they're making really super, super good choices. I don't know if they are. I shouldn't dog them. Hey, as far as I'm concerned, they're the smartest people in the world. They came up with a way to make a ton of money by doing the least amount of work. And I think people want to dog millennials, but I think that's one of their best traits. They will do the least amount of work and make the most amount of money, and I can't get mad at them for it. I think it's brilliant. So, anyway, that's your daily dose of uh, just disgust and just why, why, uh, I don't know, just frustration. But I can't be mad at them, like I said. They're doing, they're doing a good thing to take care of themselves at least they're working let's just say that at least they're working at least they're doing something and uh hopefully they're paying their bills and not being destructive or criminals or anything on top of it i don't think they are i think they're pretty decent kids so anyway just want to give you that information because i've talked about it before and i uh i'm still annoyed by it that that annoyance is not going away yeah all right so um Anyway, just wanted to wrap up this uh, last few minutes here. Um, Like I mentioned before, it's my birthday today. I'm 36 years old. Um, Flirting with 40. Downward. I'm on the downward, (laughs) the downward slope of the hill towards 40. And like I said, I, I don't particularly care too much about getting older or about you know, birthdays or anything like that, except for, I feel like I'm, I'm in just a rut of kind of doing things. You know, I've made little progresses here and there. I've made little, uh, you know, some accomplishments and done things differently here and there. But I think the thing that, that I try to do, or I want to do at least this birthday is just assess like, what areas of my life am I just not, um, maybe not content with or not, uh, or just want to change or do things differently? And, um, I had a, a day last week where, a night I should say, where it was like literally within three and a half minutes of every time that I went to sleep, something would happen. The, my one-year-old started screaming. I'm woke up. Then it takes me a good 30 minutes to go back to sleep. You know, my, the baby's, uh, alarm on his bed starts going off. He has a, this is something that if you ever have preemies or now at this point, I just babies in general, I feel like I'd, I'd have to have this monitor. It's a angel care monitor and it's a, so it's like a pad that goes underneath their mattress and anytime it doesn't detect movement, it blares an alarm like so loud. You can't even, there's no way to sleep through it. But so his alarm would go off and then my six-year-old woke up. And so I saw 4 a.m. that night. Like I was just awake and it was still 4 a.m. At one point I was just watching TV because I was so frustrated about how I was going to be another day tired that I just said, forget it. I'm just going to watch TV until I can maybe calm down and get a couple of hours of sleep but that night also I started something that I don't know I hope that I'm I might be the only one who struggles with this but I started really just kind of wallowing in some pretty severe mom guilt and I just 
was so negative and so down on myself. And on, on one hand, I think that guilt can be a good thing because I think that if you feel bad about doing something, then those feelings could and maybe should potentially motivate you to do things differently so you don't feel bad. Uh, and obviously the outcome hopefully will be better. Um, so I think that's the thing that's hard for me is that I have done some things and I've made some choices that I know are going to affect my children for the rest of their lives. And that is so hard for me to stomach and to put my head around. And I started thinking about it that particular night because my son and I had sat up and watched like a 48 hours Dateline special type thing. And every single time they talked about so-and-so murderer, so-and-so bad person, and they were talking about their history, there was always mention of their parents divorced when they were four. They grew up with just their mom. Their dad was absent from their lives. Their blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that I'm not naive to know that the life that my children are growing up in is going to affect them. Um, you know, that they're going to have issues with not having a father in their life consistently. They're going to have issues with me being their only parent and not being great at it, uh, being pretty uh, average at best. So that's where I just kind of wallowed for a while. I just felt really overwhelmed with like, what can I do to kind of combat these life events that are totally at my hand, totally a result of my decision making and my choices that are going to affect these the lives of my children, and for the most part, negatively. Um, and so I just wallowed, and I thought, and I felt guilty, and I wallowed, and ultimately, what I came up with was, and this is what I wanted to say and just pass on, is that there's really not anything that I can do. I can't change the past. I can't change the decisions that I've made. I can't change how those decisions have played out, you know, as far as the outcomes and, and where we're at today. I can't change any of that. Uh, the only thing that I can do is try to just help my children to know that they're secure and, and help them to be secure with me and and try to you know can make good choices from here on out for them and and pray a lot of it is just prayer it's prayer and knowing and, and believing and trusting God to protect them and to uh to work help them to work through the feelings and, and emotions that they have surrounding these events of their lives so my kids have been through more than I'd ever want them to go through. Like, it breaks my heart to think that uh, as a result of some of my stupid choices, that everything that they've been through, I hate it. I hate it for them. Not just my older two, but I hate what my babies have been through and what they will go through emotionally as a result of two adults, you know, that I didn't have anything to do with who made poor choices and have now put them in a situation where thankfully they have a home and I'm never going to stop taking care of them, but they're going to have feelings and they're going to have emotions surrounding the choices that their biological parents made. And it's going to affect them and it's going to affect their story. It's going to affect their adulthood. It's going to affect their life. And I just, uh, I guess I just wanted to say for any, like, again, I kind of shoot these messages out to anyone who's younger and hasn't have children or is considering having children is just really super take a lot of consideration into, um, you know, into the fact that this is a, a life and your choices and your, your, um, you know, the things that, that you do are, are affecting that life and affecting the, the future of that life. I mean, my parents, were married and are still married and there really wasn't anything too significant in my childhood 
that I could even put my finger on and say affected me, you know, into adulthood. But there are little things, minor things, and even those things I kind of, I think about and have affected me. And so I can't imagine, I just spray. I've, I've said it before, and it sounds ridiculous, but I really just don't want to see my kids on an episode of Interventions. <laughs> I really, really don't. But it might happen. They might be. And if you watch those, what do they always talk about? My parents got divorced when I was six. My dad wasn't a part of my life. I wanted desperately to have a relationship with my dad and on and on and on. I mean, that is such a huge factor. And I think that, you know, it does affect kids so much. And I'm not naive to that. I know it does. And so am I going to continue to have mom guilt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to wallow in it hard. But I also hope that I can use that to motivate motivate me to invest in my kids and to at least be one person in their lives that they know that they can depend on and trust and who loves them um, unconditionally and who will you know point them to Jesus and help them to to have a relationship with God and and depend on that relationship because they're gonna have to uh, they're gonna have to I'm hoping you know be very confident in their in their relationship in their commitment to God because it's gonna be an uphill battle um, to you know just to kind of deal with all these things so anyway not to be a Debbie Downer here on my birthday but that's what I think about that's what I think about when I'm turning another year older like how can I invest more in my kids how can I pour into them more than I did last year how can I uh, you know health wise I uh, oh my gosh I watched this documentary kind of out of nowhere I just picked it like real fast and it was about the healthcare industry and about how um, it was about uh, equipment about how you know there's all of these like extensive extensive trials and tests and trials and tests that are required by the FDA for medication but when it comes to equipment there really isn't there's hardly any testing or anything that goes into what has to be done please don't rear me thank you um what has to be done for equipment so oh my gosh I wish I could remember the name of this documentary but it was a new one on Netflix and I was just blown away. Like, for example, a guy had a hip replacement and it was cobalt. It was a metal joint, a metal a ball joint, and then the metal socket. And he ended up having like a total full on psychotic break. Like, what do they say? He was scribbling all over the walls of the hotel room he like took a knife to the couch this was like a professional I think he's a doctor actually and had a total psychotic break started having dementia symptoms started really just psychologically completely falling apart so what his wife said in this interview was that even though he was having those symptoms he was still having moments to where he was cognizant enough to know like this isn't right something's going on and so he tested his blood levels and that particular metal that was in the uh, hip replacement was like a hundred times higher than what it should be in his blood work and so he was able to pinpoint that that was the reason that he was having these psychological um, you know reactions had to change out you know changed out the hip hip joint and he said within 30 days, you know, those symptoms cleared up. Let me get a drink here before I lose my voice. Sorry about that. So anyway, check out that documentary if you can track it down. But all that to say, I got to get my health together because I do not want to be in the hospital. And I do not want to have to have any surgeries because they don't know what they're doing. It's all guess. It's like all like, well, this might work. We think it's okay. What was the other lady saying? Something about mesh. She was having some like urinary incontinence type thing. And so they pitched this mesh surgery to her. Like, oh yeah, it's no big deal. We'll just slap some mesh up there and you'll be good to go. Oh, next thing you know, they actually, this story, they had like six different women who were like, yeah, I went to the bathroom 
yeah I was hanging up clothes on my line felt a pop next thing you know two feet of my colon are hanging out are you kidding me I don't want anything to do with any of it I refuse it'll take it'll take a lot for me to ever agree to have a surgery and so because of that like that documentary motivated me it was a good time for me to watch it coming up on my birthday because I haven't been uh too aggressive and and watching what I'm eating and and my weight has crept up and I just I just do not want to participate in any uh any surgeries or any hospital anything so I got to get my health together that's another thing on my birthday that I'm thinking about and I'm going to try to to focus on this upcoming year um and then just you know the normal stuff finances keeping my house together trying to just just live my life in a way that uh honors God and and continue to do that so hopefully that will uh that'll be the case for this upcoming year and I won't be recording this podcast <laughs> in a year from now talking about how I still feel still feel a ton of guilt and uh and still miserable with with the choices that I've made so I think the the hardest thing and this is a definite hope hopefully I won't be in the same position next year oh my gosh the hardest thing is this divorce just lingering over my head and that not being resolved. That's another goal. Get that resolved. Adopt my babies and uh, move forward and feel a little bit more settled. I just have been kind of in limbo for so many years with my second marriage that I'm, I'm ready to for, the, for the closure in that respect. So anyway, happy birthday to me. I don't know. Birthdays are weird when you're old just another day for me I did get some sweet presents though I got a gift card to Alta pumped up about that I haven't worn makeup in like three weeks solid but um I'm really looking forward to uh buying some stuff there they have everything at Alta not just makeup so pretty pumped up about that got some cash got some jewelry for my aunt and my mom and dad so I'm pretty excited got some good birthday presents pumped up be good times um so yeah I hope y'all enjoy your Monday hopefully you uh don't have a sore throat like I do it's hotter than anything out this week it's in the 90s so hot so hopefully staying cool feeling healthy feeling active not getting stressed out about school about to start um, and, uh, I feel, I feel both ways about school starting. I feel sad because I kind of like the willy nilly schedule that we keep at night and like not having to be too stressed out about bedtimes and not having to think about lunches and homework and all that crap that comes to school. But I also do kind of like the structure. I like the structure of knowing where the kids are every day knowing what they're doing Monday through Friday you know there's no like there's no question I know what's going on so I have mixed feelings I did want to say real quick before I wrap up this was a really cool thing that happened I got a message on Facebook and uh he was like what's the name of your podcast and I was like oh hi hi to you too and so I said uh it's me Sam and he said Oh, hi, it's me, blah, blah, blah. What's the name of your podcast? And I was like, no, 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 that is the name of my podcast. It's me, Sam. And he was like, oh, okay. So this podcast, let me give him a shout out back. Gravity Beard. Gravity Beard. I haven't had a chance to listen to him yet, but they are on my list of ones that I want to listen to. So I plan on it. But it was so nice. They they uh, messaged me and wanted to give me uh, a birthday birthday shout out on their podcast so that'll be airing on August 13th um, and they'll be mentioning my birthday in their in their podcast which is really nice so check them out and I plan on checking them out too and especially on the 13th when they talk about me (laughs) Um, let me see if I had any more announcements let me reference my legal pad I'm really official these days so did I talk about how much I hate dicks yeah I think so um, okay, let me tell this one story before I go because it's the funniest thing you've ever heard. 
So I've been wanting to get a hammock for quite a while. I have two trees to the side of my house that are just dying to have a hammock hanging between them. And they used to. There used to be a hammock there. And uh, in the midst of the uh, separation, the hammock was a... <laughs> was a victim to that separation and is no longer there so i've been wanting to get one but my goodness they're expensive especially a big one like a, not just a camping one like a big big hammock they're expensive so i didn't have one i was okay it's not like i have to have one or really need one i just wanted one well i came across this posting on facebook this lady was selling one looked like a really nice one she wanted 40 bucks for it which is pretty cheap for a giant hammock so I told her you know that I was interested I never thought it'd get to me I was like eight people down you know how it goes I swear people sit on their phones just just watching and waiting I can never you the posting will be up for two minutes it'll be something I want and there'll already be 12 people contact commented on it how how are they so quick I'm just slow I'm slow on the uptake when it comes to stuff like that but anyway so it did end up getting to me she messaged me are you still interested I'm like yeah I'm interested what the heck so I said, can you tell me the dimensions off the box of this hammock? Because I just wanted to make sure. I thought it probably probably was by looking at it, but I just wanted to make sure that it was going to be big enough to fit where I wanted to put it. She says, yeah, I'm not home. No problem. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get it to you. So she messages me and says that this hammock is 60 inches long and 8 inches wide. And I said, eight inches wide? That seems a little narrow for somebody to lay on. Is it eight inches wide? Listen, folks, she measured the box. This woman, <sighs> I still can't, I still can't put my head around it. She measured the box, so she gets real defensive. She messages me back and says, you told me you wanted the measurements of the box. It's not the original box. I thought you wanted measurements of the box. That's what I sent you. Why the hell would I want the measurements of the box, lady? Come on. You got to do better. She's like, I'd have to take it out of the box and completely unroll it to get the measurements of it. And I'm like, no problem. I didn't know it wasn't the original box. You know, most boxes will have stuff like that printed on it. I didn't know it wasn't the original box. But I was dying laughing. That she, I, I just wish I could have been there a fly on the wall and seen her with a tape measure measuring that box and then sending it to me real confident like I she done what I asked oh my gosh uh. the scariest part is that I get on her Facebook so I've obviously now I need to know everything about her I'm trolling this lady she used to be a nurse refer back to my previous conversation of never wanting to have to go to the hospital she used to be a nurse there's those types of people that have that top type of common sense that are that are like putting needles in people's arms and stuff. I can't. I'm, I, I don't want anything to do with it. Please, just let me go. Just let me go to Jesus because I don't want anything to do with it. Oh, my goodness. Of course, she lives in this gigantic house. I go there. I decide I'm going to get it. You know, we're just going to assume that it's big enough. I feel bad for her at this point. I knock on the door or ring the doorbell. There's like a three-year-old, just a three-year-old that answers the door and tells me to come on in. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm not going in your house. You need to go get your mama. He's like, oh, no, come on in. Come on in. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it. So then he, go, he goes upstairs. She comes down. She's still mad at me because apparently she sent me a message saying that I needed to, to message her when I was there. Uh because she's putting a baby to bed i'm like i'm really sorry but i just don't hold my phone when i drive and i've been driving it so sorry <laughs> oh my goodness it was not a great interaction but i did buy it and i um ordered some uh, tie straps off of amazon that should come today so hopefully folks by the end of the day i'll be closing out my birthday laying in my new hammock hopefully i don't flip out of it and like break my collarbone and then have to have that crazy lady be my nurse in the ER oh my gosh not good not good at all so keep an eye out folks keep an eye out for people who maybe don't uh, have too much uh, common sense and make sure they're not your nurse scary 
uh, that's about it though that's my last thing on my legal pad here I didn't have anything else written down so that's all I'm going to talk about I made it for an hour so I feel good about that I'll be back though in a couple of days I'm just going to keep trying to record maybe twice a week if I can manage to get a guest to come on here I'll make that happen but for now you're stuck with me folks you're stuck with my mouth running that's all I got have a great Monday and I really appreciate y'all look for me on my uh, Facebook uh, group it's me Sam you do a search you'll find it uh, Twitter I'm on the Twitter at it's me Sam podcast you can find me there and I'm also on uh, emails you can email me at it's.me dot sam dot podcast at gmail dot com so I think that's it be sure when you listen I've said this before I wrote this on Facebook but when you listen make sure you subscribe because you know you don't want to miss out on a notification when I put another episode up because you don't want to be like late and then like you miss it and it's sad so you got to subscribe so you get those notifications and if you really get motivated if you get super invested and you listen on iTunes you could uh, put a rating or a comment or something. And that does some does stuff that I don't really know anything about, but it does it's it's a good thing if you do that, I think. So, anyway. All right. Have a great day. I'll talk to y'all the next time. Bye.